Hello, this is Rochelle Carrington with the Quest Source and the Laugh A Lot, Learn A Lot podcast. Um, yesterday, I posted a video where I talked about some of my struggles with time productivity and work-life balance when I first started my company and even later when my company had grown fairly large. And I mentioned how I was scouring the market for the best practices in productivity because I was working 80 hours a week and I was really starting to hate my business. And so that's why I am so excited to be putting together a program to help other entrepreneurs who have experienced the same situation. Now, that program is not quite ready to go. It's an online course, but until that is ready, which will be in about two weeks, I wanted to share a couple of ideas with you that you can use right now if you're struggling with productivity the way that I did. So when I was a kid, my parents would throw out all sorts of different weird quotes. And one of them that I remember was, know thine enemy, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Now, I always thought that was a weird one. I wasn't quite sure why my parents were telling me that. Um, after all, I wasn't really going out there to make enemies. That was not my goal in life. Um, but as I've thought about that quote through the years, um, I've really kind of grown to love it for, for a number of different reasons. And one of the things, a strange way that my mind works is that I'm always trying to figure out how everything in life relates to business. I can come up with the most inane things and somehow relate it to business or at least attempt to. And so as I thought about that quote, know thine enemy, I thought a lot about how does that pertain to business, pertain to someone who's running a business? And I think I have the answer. So I'm going to share that with you. Um, you know, when you're running a business, it's really important to realize who our enemy is. And there are a number of enemies that entrepreneurs have and that business owners have, regardless of how long you've been in business, regardless of how small or big, how new or old your business is. Uh, we all have things that are very, very similar, and those are the enemies to our productivity. And so the only way that you can get better at productivity is by understanding who your enemies are and then developing strategies to defeat them, to make them less powerful. So I'm going to walk through the top three enemies that I believe entrepreneurs have, and then we'll talk a little bit about what you can do to defeat them. So enemy number one is chasing the storm. You've probably heard of storm chasers, right? So storm chasing is the pursuit of any severe weather condition, regardless of motive. So it could be done out of curiosity, adventure, scientific investigation, or for news or media coverage. Now, when you think about that, what does that sound like in terms of what entrepreneurs do? Entrepreneurs don't chase storms, but what they do is they chase ideas because entrepreneurs are really good at a couple of things. Number one, they're great at taking risk because you really have to be. And number two, they're really good at coming up with new ideas. As an entrepreneur, you constantly have a genius attack. And the reason for that is because we eat, sleep, live, dream you know, daydream about our business all the time. So everywhere we look, we come up with a new idea. 
Now, these wonderful ideas themselves are not the problem. The problem becomes when we become storm chasers with our ideas. So what we have a tendency to do is we pursue these ideas regardless of motive. Sometimes we do it out of curiosity. Sometimes it seems like a new adventure. Sometimes it's to investigate. Sometimes we think there's, you know, the big pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Sometimes we're just trying to uh, get away from from doing something that we know we should be doing. And this is a way to kind of get us focused on something else. So you got to think about how does that affect productivity? Well, it's all about distraction. Because you can only focus on so many things at one time and bring them to completion. So you can't go chasing every single idea. Or let me rephrase, you can, but it's going to kill your productivity. So in order to keep generating those wonderful ideas that someday are going to make you a million dollars, but also stay productive, what you need to do is ask yourself this one question. When a new idea comes along and you feel like chasing it, Ask yourself, does this new idea contribute to our goal this month, this quarter, this year, however it is that you, you know, track your goals? If the answer is no, you've got to set the idea aside, no matter how great it is. Put it in Evernote or record it on your phone. Don't lose it. Don't throw it out. Just don't go chasing it. If the answer to that question is yes, then you have the right to go after that idea and just to make sure that it's always fitting in to helping you to reach the goal that you're going for right now. Okay, let's talk about enemy number two. We never forget. So business owners are forced to make hundreds of decisions a day. And some of those are big issues, right? And some of them are very small decisions. But one of the biggest issues for entrepreneurs is that many take way too long to make a decision and then they have decision remorse, meaning they are uh, thinking about it and overthinking it after they made the decision. They keep running it through their head over and over and over again, sometimes feeling like they should have done something different. So if you want to be productive, you've got to become a ninja at making quick decisions and then moving on. You've got to kind of get into that set it and forget it mode because the most successful people work with the information they have at hand. They make the decision necessary in the moment and then they never look back. So we've got to make these decisions fast. And I don't mean that, you know, it's not like you're in the checkout line at the grocery store and you're trying to decide, am I going to buy a candy bar or not? Some of those many decisions are not that instantaneous, but we do need to rein ourselves in. And so the best way to get yourself out of this decision rut and this decision remorse is to set a time frame for your decision making. If you're the type of person who tends to be a long decision maker, uh, and you generally recognize yourself if that fits you. If you take a long time to make decisions, then you've got to set a shorter time frame than you would normally be used to. It's the only way to get yourself out of that habit and start to teach yourself that you can make decisions faster. And one of the things to remember is that, in my opinion, any decision is a great decision. I journal that all the time. I always make great decisions. Now, I always make great decisions in the moment based on the information I know. 
Uh, sometimes I have made decisions that later on with more information, uh, I may have said, you know what, maybe I would have done it a little bit differently, but no one sets out to make a bad decision. We're all trying to do the right thing for our businesses and for our employees. So don't go back and, and haunt yourself on the decision you made if it didn't go exactly as you wanted it to. We know that decisions always at least make us move a step forward. Sometimes you step into the mud. Sometimes you step into the quicksand. Sometimes you're stepping on that gold paved sidewalk, but you've got to step forward. So set a time frame for your decision making, give yourself a deadline, and then also set a deadline for the, the fretting about the decision after it's made. Now, some people don't fret. I have a tendency to make a decision and then I completely forget about it. Uh, but a lot of people do, you know, kind of toil over it in their brain over and over again. So you've got to set a time frame in which you can think about it and then just let it go. Okay, enemy number three, no one is watching. So I am one of four kids. I'm number three out of the four. So I'm in the lower middle. And there were great things about being number three. And then, of course, you know, there were some things that I didn't enjoy as much. And one of them was that I had two siblings that were bossing me around all the time. Um, I had them bossing me around. And then I also obviously had my parents telling me what to do. So uh, I felt like I never got to do what I wanted. So I was one of those kids who hated being told what to do and sometimes just out of spite would do the opposite which sometimes would also get me into trouble. Um, but it was sort of the way that I dealt with, I guess, feeling out of control. I don't know. Anyway, I thought I would escape all of that when I went to college, but then of course I had professors telling me what to do. And then of course I thought I'd escape that by getting into business, but then I've got bosses telling me what to do. And so I got into management thinking now I finally get to tell other people what to do. But what I realized is, you know, in the corporate world, um, unless you're at the very, very top, there's always someone who's your boss. So one of the things that really I love about entrepreneurship and I really was drawn to in terms of starting a company was, hey, I get to be the boss. I get to do whatever I want. Um, no one can tell me and no one's watching me. But the problem is that oftentimes when no one is watching, we often make the wrong choices. So those choices could be everything from uh, procrastinating on a big project. It could be, you know, hey, I could start work at 10 a.m. That shouldn't be a big deal. I can get everything done. And then meanwhile, you're working until 11 at night. Um, and by the way, I think starting at 10 a.m. is great if you're super productive and you can get everything done in that time frame. Um, so we really got to think about when no one is watching, we make wrong decisions. When we have no accountability, we sometimes, oftentimes let ourselves off the hook. So that lack of accountability and oversight is a huge obstacle to an entrepreneur's productivity. So here's the fix. You have to have a boss. No, it is not your children. No, it is not your significant other or your spouse. Your boss is your calendar. And I personally started doing this a number of years ago, and man, it made such a difference. So all you need to do is take a look at all of the tasks and projects and things that you have to do the next day. Rather than doing a task list, which is generally a big old waste of time because it just makes you feel guilty, 
Put time frames into your calendar of when you want to do certain things, and then you have to follow your calendar. Your calendar is your boss, and therefore it has the right to fire you if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. It is the best way to keep yourself on track, but you have to listen to your boss. You can't blow it off. And sometimes that's easier said than done. I know I've looked at my calendar and thought, I really don't feel like doing that right now. But when I do, oh my gosh, I get everything done so much faster and it's just a huge relief off your shoulders. So those are the three enemies. Choose one of those that is your biggest nemesis and work on defeating that enemy over the next 30 days. And then when you get that one defeated, you can start working on another one. I thank you so much for joining me. And in the meantime, before we talk again, make sure you laugh a lot and learn a lot. Bye.